Good morning, family of Siloam. I trust that you are using the season of lockdown, this time of lockdown, to add value to your life. By this I mean that you are spending quality time in the things of God, in prayer, in the study of God's Word. I trust that you are unearthing the God-given potential in the life of your children. You're spending quality time in prayer and quality time with your spouse. And uh, these are the values that we need to add to life. Because when you get back to work, work might be too busy on you. And you might be caught up with all of the activities. So use this time of lockdown to add value to your life and spend quality time with your family, your spouse, and your children. This morning, I would like to speak on, it's not the numbers. I'll repeat, it's not the numbers. And this story is found for us in the book of Judges, chapter 6 and chapter 7. We find that Gideon leads the children of God into battle with just 300 men, and he wins the battle over the Midianites. The children of Israel were in great trouble, and we find that God brings them and delivers them out of the hand of the Midianites through this prophet called Gideon. This morning, we will study a few verses from both the chapters so that we can make it applicable to our current situation. Judges chapter 6 verse 1 says, The children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. I'll repeat that again. The children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. There is one thing that we need to understand about God, that God does not tolerate sin. He loves a sinner. He loves us when we were in sin. But God does not tolerate sin. When God speaks to us, when God commands us to turn away from sin, to walk away from sin, and we in our rebellion and in our stubbornness continue to live in sin and continue to indulge in sin, then the Bible says, my spirit will not always strive with man. So what does God do? God is a good God. God is a loving Father. It does not uh, cause ill to come upon you. But he hands us over to the torturers. He hands us over to Satan. He hands us over to the tormentors. And in the scripture we find that the, that the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And they failed to repent. They failed to come back to God. They failed to turn to God. So God, through their stubbornness, hands them over to the Midianites. So, Judges chapter 6 verse 1 says, The children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. The question I ask and the question that we need to research this morning, 
What was the evil that the children of Israel committed? What was the evil or the sin that they did that did displeased God? I'll give you the answer. From serving a living God, they turned to worship idols. From serving Jehovah, the Almighty God, they turned to serving the God of Baal. And not only serving the God of Baal, they built altars and they made blood sacrifices to the God of Baal. This angered God. Because the Bible says in the book of Exodus chapter 20 verse 3, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not bow down to graven images. Bowing down to idols and to graven images was the cause and the reason that God handed them over to the Midianites. So what did the Midianites do? The Midianites were like a plague upon the life of the children of Israel. The Midianites oppressed the children of Israel. The Midianites tormented the children of Israel. And you know, in the season that we live in, <coughs> that plague kills. Plague destroys. Plague causes pain. Plague brings about hurt. And this plague of the Midianites, the plague of oppression, the plague of defeat and death, this plague caused pain in the life of the children of Israel. The Midianites tortured the children of Israel. And the Bible says that the children of Israel were so much in fear that they ran into the mountains and they dug out dens and they created caves and they made strongholds. And the Bible says they hid from the Midianites. Fear causes you to hide. And the scripture so clearly says that when they hid, the Midianites came into the region where the children of Israel lived. The Midianites, the Amalekites, and the Arabians, the Bible says, that the children of the east came into the region where the children of Israel lived and destroyed their possessions, destroyed their crop, destroyed agriculture, destroyed their cattle, oxen, husses, and goats, destroyed them in totality until the children of Israel were totally impoverished. Impoverished means that they became totally poor. They became totally indestitute. Their money market crashed. Their economy crashed. Great recession and emotional depression was created in the region 
of the Israelites. But the Bible says, in that moment, they cried unto the Lord. The children of Israel at that moment, in the moment of desperation, in the moment of a crushing economy, the moment of recession, they cried unto the Lord. And the Lord heard their cry and sent a prophet. I want to just remind us, what is this plague or this virus? It's causing hurts and pain. It's bringing forth death. It's causing the economy to crash worldwide. It's bringing worldwide recession. It's bringing fear and depression upon the hearts of humanity. It is time that the church rises up. It's time that believers throughout the world rise up and cry to the Lord. Cry to the Lord with mercy. Cry to the Lord so that he could intervene. Come through for us and help us in this season of oppression. The Bible says when the prophet arose and when God sent a prophet, the prophet reminded them. The prophet brought them to a place of memory. And he says, I want to remind you of how God brought you out of Egypt. Of how God brought you out of bondage. I want to remind you of how God saved you from the hands of the oppressor. Of how God drove out the enemies that were before you. So that you can live your life in peace. He says, I want to remind you. That the God who drove out your enemies. The God who rescued you and saved you from bondage. It is that same God that can save you from the hand of the Midianites. If you can only repent, if you can turn to him, and if you can say sorry to God and make a comeback to God, God will drive out the enemy. I firmly believe that this pandemic that we are confronted with and the virus that we are confronted with and all of the depression and the recession and the economic crash that the, that the world is going through, God can save us from all of its effects. If we, the church, can rise up and pray, if we, the church, can rise up and call on God, God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What he did for you yesterday he can do better things for you today. And I want to challenge you today. And I want to bring you to a place of memory. How God saved you. How God healed you. How God brought you out of poverty. How God opened supernatural doors for you. If God did it then, he can do it for you now. So don't fear. Don't faint. The scripture says that we should not become weary of doing good. For in due season, God will give us the victory. Amen. 
And the Bible says in the book of Judges chapter 7, it says that Gideon called out. God, Gideon called out the men. Men that will be prepared for war. But we find, before I get back to Judges chapter 7, we find that Gideon was, the, an, an angel of the Lord was sent to Gideon. And the scripture so clearly says to us that the angel of the, of the Lord said to Gideon, The Lord thy God is with you, O mighty man of valor. <clears throat> o mighty man of valor. The Lord your God is with you. And Gideon could not understand why the angel addressed him as the mighty man of valor. Because Gideon could not see himself leading a military camp. He could not find himself leading an army for war. Gideon saw himself just as an ordinary man. But the scripture says, God addressed him as, O mighty man of valor, O mighty warrior of God, O mighty man of God who is able to lead the children of God into battle and bring forth the victory. Gideon could not see himself. Gideon could not see himself more than what God saw him. And God wanted to bring the best out of Gideon. And Gideon says, Oh Lord, how can this thing be? Because I am from a very poor family. And I am the least in my family. I am from a poor tribe. And I am least amongst my tribe. I want you to know today, Gideon allowed his poverty, Gideon allowed his fears, Gideon allowed his age to overtake him. And he said to God, I don't believe that I qualify. I don't believe that I am the man that you can use to lead the children of Israel into, into destroying the Midianites and giving us the victory. I don't think I am a leader. But the Lord said to him, the Lord thy God is with thee. And I want to encourage you this morning. Don't look at your past. Don't look at all of the effects of life that brought forth failures in your life. In this time of lockdown, may you see yourself and may you allow God to bring out the best in you, even as you wait on God. May you find uh, creative ideas that are birthed in your spirit. May you find the quality of leadership that is birthed in your spirit. May you find creative ideas that are birthed in your spirit. Even in this time of lockdown, may God say to you, O oh, mighty man, O oh, mighty woman of, of war, birth out your gifting. I firmly believe that in this time of lockdown, 
God is going to give you the, the ability to see your hidden potential so that when you come out of lockdown, you can live a life of success and victory. And the scripture says in Judges chapter 7 that Gideon had brought the men together and Gideon called out the men together and he called out the men that could, that could, that could uh, get back to the Midianites and make war with them. The scripture says 32,000 men showed up. 32,000 men showed up. And the Lord said to Gideon, Gideon, he says, Gideon, the people are too many for me to give the Midianites into your hand. The people are too many. Gideon could not understand, Lord, the Midianites are 135,000 and we are here with 22,000 and you want me to, to, to send some people back home. How can we win the victory? How can we have victory over the Midianites? And the Lord said to, to Gideon, the people are too many for me. And the Lord said to them, whisper in their ear. For those that are fearful and those that are afraid, send them home. Out of the 32,000 people, the scripture says 22,000 people were afraid. 22,000 people were fearful. Gideon, I presume, could have had a heart attack. Could have been wondering, Lord, how am I going to have the victory just with 10,000 men against 135,000 men? But I want to remind you, it's not the numbers. One with God can have the victory. You don't need 32,000 people. And the scripture so clearly says to us that out of the 10,000 that remain, God said to Gideon, the numbers are still too many for me. Why was God reminding them that the numbers were too many for him? The Lord says, lest the children of Israel vaunt themselves with pride and say to themselves, we defeated the Midianites. Lest the children of Israel vaunt themselves with pride and say, we defeated. I want to say to you today, when God does miracles in your life, you, you should not take the glory. Glory belongs to God. And God was saying to Gideon, when you walk in victory over the Midianites, God must be glorified. God must be magnified. It is God who saved us. It is God who brought us through the storm. And I want to say to you today, when you come out of this lockdown, give God the praise. Give God the glory. It was God who provided. It was God who rescued me. It was God who saved us. It was God who provided for us. And the Lord says to Gideon, bring them down the riverbank. Bring the 10,000 people down the riverbank. And those that lap the water from the river like a dog, 
Those that lap the water like a dog from the river, that drinks like a dog, they will be the men in the army that I will want them to fight for you, with you. And the Bible says, when the 10,000 came, 9,700 people did not lap the water like a dog. Only 300 men lapped the water like a dog. And the Lord says, these are the 300 men that I have chosen to go with you to fight against the Midianites. I was, I'm, I'm trying to wonder what went through the heart of Gideon. I'm trying to wonder while he was sleeping at night, what was the meditation of his thoughts? Because he said to God, God, if you can do this for me, then show me a sign. And the Lord showed him a sign. And the Lord said to him, I am with you. And I want to say to you today, I want to encourage you that even as you are in lockdown, God is with us. God will bring us through this storm. And the scripture so clearly says that God said to, to Gideon, use these 300 men to fight against the Midianites. Believe me, they did not carry a sword, a spear, a javelin. They, they, they weren't armored. The Bible says, the Lord said to Gideon, give them a trumpet in their right hand and give them a lighted picture in the left hand. A picture is, is a clay pot made of clay. But within that picture was a, a stick that was lit up and the picture covered the lighting so that the wind or so that the, 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 the winds of life will not blow down the light. And the Lord said to Gideon, divide yourselves into three camps and go to the valley. Because it is at the valley that the Midianites, the Arabs, and the Amalekites are fast asleep. The Bible says, at midnight, at midnight. Gideon says, I am going to blow the trumpet. And all of you, blow your trumpets with me. And as we blow the trumpet, we will break the picture. As we blow the trumpet, we will break the picture. The noise of the trumpet and the crashing of the picture will cause a loud sound and an echo in the valley. And the scripture says that, and then shout out, it is the Lord God. And it is the God of Gideon. Shout with your mouth 
that it is the Lord God and it is the God of Gideon. As they surrounded the valley at the late at midnight, the Bible says they blew the trumpet and they crashed the picture and the light shone and the scripture says, and they began to shout out, it is the Lord God and the God of Gideon. And as they ran towards the valley, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the Arabians with all of their camels scattered, had no time to pick up their goods, had no time to, uh, to, to ride their camels. The scripture says, and they just ran towards Jordan. And, uh, Joshua, uh, and, and, and Gideon followed them. And ultimately, the scripture says, Gideon had the victory. And I want to, I want to just close by saying a few things. What does the trumpet symbolize? The trumpet symbolizes, when you blow the trumpet, it symbolizes an alarm of war. It is a call to assemble. It is a call to march. That's what this, that's what the, the trumpet symbolizes. We find in the book of Joshua, on the seventh day, the seventh time, as they marched around the walls of Jericho, the high priest blew the trumpet and they shouted out for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The walls came down. You will find whenever battles were, were done in the Old Testament, they used trumpets. They used picture, lighted pictures, and they used their voices to shout out unto God. So the trumpet symbolizes an alarm of war, a call to assemble. And a call to march. The lighted picture assembles. When it was broken, it assembles that everything in our lives, everything in our lives that really hinders the light of God being shown in our lives, our busyness, our activities, our sin that doesn't cause the light of God to show forth in and through our life. I pray today that everything that's, that's obstructing for you to be seen to the world as the light of God, may that be broken. May sin be broken and you become the light of the world. May all of your activities be broken. And may you become the light of the world. Because God in the book of Judges is teaching us types and shadows. That, that in this present time, when the trumpet blows, I firmly believe that God is blowing the trumpet. 
so that he is calling the children of God to arise. He's calling the children of God to be alert. He's calling the children of God to wake up from their slumber and their sleep. He's calling the children of God to march. March into a dying world. March in your community. March in our cities. And just be the light. For too long the church has hid the light. We hid the light under a bushel. We hid the light under our careers. We hid the light under our customs and under religion. But I pray today that as the trumpet blows, that you and I will break the, the, will break the picture and allow the light of Christ to be seen in and through us. Because Jesus said, you are the light of the world and you are the salt of the earth. A light cannot be hid under the bushel. And for too long, the church has hid the light. We are no longer the light in our community. We are no longer the light in our families. We are no longer the light in our region, in, our, uh, in the place of employment. It's time that the clay pot crashes and let the light expose so that we can lead uh, the, the army of God and save the children of Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Multitudes and multitudes are in the valley of decisions. Multitudes are dying every day without Jesus. And the church needs to blow the trumpet. The church needs to be lit up as the light of Christ and go into our community and go into our city and save the sinner man, save the drunk, save the prostitute, save the oppressed. For too long, we had church within the four walls of our buildings. It's time that we go out into the street. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach my gospel. Be the light of the world and be the salt of the earth. And I want to encourage Siloam, be the light. Be the salt. Blow the trumpet in Zion, Zion. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. We're going to be the light and win the community for Jesus. We're going to be the light and win our neighbors for Jesus by the Spirit of the Lord. Gideon did not use might and power. He used the trumpet. He used the light. And they sang the song of Zion unto God Almighty. And the enemy fled. If you want to put the enemy to flight, let there be a new song in your mouth. Let there be praises on your lips. If you want to put the enemy to flight, let there be a new revelation flowing from your heart. Blow that trumpet. 
Let the church arise and let the church march and be the light of the world and we will win the world for Christ. May God richly bless you. And even at this time, as you listened to the word of God and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, I ask of you today, open your heart and let Jesus come in. He will save you. He will heal you. He will deliver you. And he will set you free from the storms of life. He will provide. He will cleanse you of all your sins. And I want to pray the prayer of faith with you. If you want to accept Jesus and make Jesus Lord over your life, you can, do, you can say this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Let your blood eradicate, wash away all my sins, present, past, and future. I open my heart. Come in, Lord Jesus. Come in to stay. Forgive me, I pray. And make me your son and make me your child. In Jesus' name, amen. I trust that you have enjoyed the word and study the word and let the word become alive in your hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen.